Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Smoke Break. I'm your host, John Schrock, and on my show we will dive into the wonderful world of urban legends and myths. So stay tuned, or not if you don't have thick skin. But if you do choose to stop by, I guarantee I'll blow your mind. Audio. John Schrock here. Welcome to Smoke Break. On tonight's episode, we're going to talk about the Siberian hellhole. Some may have heard clips on YouTube or even maybe on a radio show before. Probably wouldn't went by the name of the sounds of hell. So tonight we're going to discuss it and we're going to go into it a little bit deeper and get a little backstory and whatnot and see if we can't get to the bottom of this. Get it? the bottom oh I'm sorry <laughs> all right now with me tonight sitting in the suburban studios yes it's 1999 suburban suburban studios nice and quiet in here is Roscoe say hello to everybody Roscoe man I told you I ain't want to do this look that's not what you said the other night I mean you were all for it Friday night look I say a lot of things when I'm drunk so you can't always hold me to my word, you know what I'm saying? Alright, well, you're here. So, we're going to discuss the Siberian hellhole. Oh, man, I don't know if I want to talk about all that. I might have had them bad dreams and pissed a bit. <laughs> well, you just might, but, you know, here's the thing. You know, if we can debunk it, maybe, you might feel a little bit better about it. So, do you want to go ahead and dive into it? Yeah, I guess we can go ahead. Alright, well... The well to hell, or the hell hole, the Siberian hell hole. Okay, pretty much all the same thing. It's an urban legend regarding a putative borehole in Russia, which was purportedly drilled so deep that it broke through into hell. It was first attested in English as a 1989 broadcast by a U.S. domestic religion-based TV broadcaster, Trinity Broadcasting Network. Okay, so right there, you know, it, it was brought up and broadcast by a religious network. So they're already going to push. And it's no, no, no offense to anybody who, who's religious out there. But they're going to be biased and they're going to push a narrative that it is sound from hell that you're hearing. What do you think, Roscoe? Well, you know, I tell you, I don't have a problem with most religions. I love all religions. I mean, everybody's got their right to go ahead and think what they want. All right, but that's not what I asked. Do you think that do you think that maybe there's a bias because it was a religious group that first reported the hellhole? Well, I could definitely see how you would think that. Yeah, because you know, it, it, oh Lord, look, don't get me involved with religion or politics. This is what I told you. You're right. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. We won't bring up religion or politics anymore, but we are talking about the hellhole. You know, hell. All right, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm just going to sit here. You do your little thing, and I'm going to have me a beer. 
Roscoe, we're on lunch break. You can't be drinking beer in the truck on lunch break. Who says I'm going back to work when it's over? <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. If you say so. Let's continue on and we'll talk a little bit more. The legend holds that a team of Soviet engineers reportedly led by an individual named Mr. Azakov. <laughs> Azakov. Azakov. A-Z-A-K-O-V. Man, I knew you were going to take the fun out of this. I've not done it. Anyway, Soviet engineers purportedly led by an individual named Mr. Azakov in an unnamed place in Siberia had drilled a hole that was 14.4 kilometers or 8.9 miles deep before breaking through to a cavity. Intrigued by the unexpected discovery, they lowered an extremely heat-tolerant microphone along with other sensory equipment into the well. The temperature deep within was 1,000 degrees Celsius or for us Americans, 1,832 degrees Fahrenheit. The heat from the chamber of fire from which purportedly the tormented screams the dam could be heard. So, what do you think about that? Alright, so this guy was out there, he was digging, he was, what was he digging for? Uh, it didn't say exactly what they were digging for, but it was a group of engineers. Alright, well, let's say he was digging for his new outhouse. <laughs> Alright, well maybe he was digging for a new outhouse because, you know, the shitter was full. So, so he was digging and maybe he hit a cavern. Like, you know, like, uh, I think that's how they found the Ray Caverns, wasn't it? They were digging for a well and they came across a cavern? I don't know. That, that could be a lie. I could have been making that up. Please do your own research. Don't call me a butthead for it. Nay, I'm gonna call you a butthead anyway. It don't matter. Alright, Roscoe, you just sit there and drink your beer. Don't mind if I do, it's pretty tasty. <sighs> Alright, um, here's some facts. The Soviet Union had, in fact, drilled a hole more than 12 kilometers, 7.5 miles deep. The Kola Super Deep Borehole, located, located not in Siberia, but on Kola Peninsula, which shares borders with Norway and Finland. Upon reaching a depth of 12 point, I'm sorry, excuse me, 12,262 meters, or 40,230 feet in 1989, some interesting geological anomalies were found. Although they reported no supernatural encounters, the, recorded, the recording of tormented screams was later found to be looped together from various sound effects, sometimes identified as a soundtrack of the 1972 movie Baron Blood. Okay, so what do you think? Do you think it's real? you think it's fake? I mean, do you think it's... I mean, does this sound plausible or implausible? Possible or impossible? Well, I'm happy with the fact that, you know, it, they said that the Soviet Union had, in fact, drilled a hole... But it was in a different place, and it wasn't as deep, and it was only geological anomalies. Not no real sounds of hell. Okay, I mean, so where do you think the story came from, the sounds of hell? I mean, do you think it was just propaganda or what? 
I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Tell you what. Why don't we look into that too? All right. Well, we can look into that. The story was reported to first have been published by the Finnish newspaper, and I can't even pronounce this. So I'm just go. I'm just gonna spell it. A M M E N N U S A S T I A. So we're just gonna call it Finnish newspaper A. Does that work with you, Roswell? It works with me, because you know what the Lord knows. If you hadn't spelled it out loud, I'd never figured it out. All right. Yeah, I get that. All right, so let's continue on. The Finnish newspaper, A, a journal published by a group of Pentecostal Christians. There we go. Again, not hating on religion, but there's a lot of religious bias here. There is an underlying narrative. Could it very well have been this Pentecostal that these Pentecostal Christians from Lavazolki, <laughs> I can't even pronounce that, a village in the municipality of Silicon, Silicon, in Western Finland, it, it could very well be that they were just trying to scare the crap out of the non-believers into believing. Not saying that's the truth, and not saying it's not the truth. What do you think? Again, you need to quit pulling me into this religion talk because I'm not doing it. My mama will kick my ass. Well, your mama will kick your ass. You find out you're drinking on the lunch break. I told you I may not be going back to work. Man, you operate heavy machinery. You should not be going back to work if you're going to have a couple beers on your lunch break. Look, 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 look. If you go into OSHA regulations, you're allowed to be .05. And I mean, that's, that's a beer and a half an hour. <sighs> what am I going to do with you? I don't know. You still my best friend though, right? Yeah. Still my best friend. Alright. So anyway, where were we? Okay, so we discussed how it was Pentecostal Christians from Bonefuck in Western Finland. There's a man named Rich Bueller who interviewed the editors found that the story had been based on recollections of a letter printed in the feature section of a newspaper called Atella Soman. When contacting the letter's author, Bueller found that he had drawn from a story appearing in a Finnish Christian newsletter, uh, newsletter named The Val Jahat, which had printed the story in July of 1989. The newsletter's editor claimed that its origin had been a newsletter called Jewels of Jericho, published by a group of mace messianic Jews in California. So again, I'm seeing a pattern here of religion, religious bias trying to maybe scare the locals into getting their shit straight and getting their butts into church. Not saying that's correct, but that's what it sounds like to me. Um, the American tabloids soon ran a story and sound files began appearing on various sites across the internet. Sensationalistic retellings of the legend can be found on YouTube, usually featuring the aforementioned barren blood sound effects. We're going to check those out later. Man, do we really got to check those out? I told you, I'm going to piss the bed. You get me all scared now. I think you'll be fine. You may, you may just be pissing the bed because you're getting drunk on your lunch break. Man, I told you I ain't going back to work. Screw that. You're going to have me all scared and whatnot, and you're going to have me walking around this dark planet and machinery and whatnot, making all kinds of noise. Nope, ain't doing it. SOL, that's what you are. You're going to be working alone tonight. Oh, Lord. 
remind me to never bring you into a podcast again. Yeah, you say that now, but Friday night when you and I are going out, you be like, oh, I got a great idea. Why are you going to try and mimic my voice, man? Why are you going to try and mimic my voice, man? Look, look seriously, man, seriously. Just, just lay off, man. Let, let me have my drink and pee. All right, fine, fine, fine. Oh, do me a favor. While I'm reading the rest of this, um, you go ahead and pull up that clip so we can have, you know, the sound bite from the actual sound of hell. And uh, we can listen to it. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I'll get on that right now, boss. <sighs> I swear, sometimes working with you is like working with a five-year-old. Alright, so where were we? Okay, so the story eventually made its way to the American Christian Trinity Broadcasting Network. Which broadcasted on the network, claiming it to be proof of the literal, exist- the literal existence of hell. A. Randolin, a Norwegian teacher, heard the story on TBN while visiting the United States, dis- disgusted with the perceived what um excuse me excuse me disgusted with what he perceived to be mass gullibility. Randolin decided to augment the tale at TBN's expense. Randolin wrote to the network, originally claiming that he disbelieved the tale, but upon his return to Norway supposedly read a factual account of the story. According to Randolin, the story claimed not only that the curse was real, but that a bat-like apparition of demons such as Michelangelo's The Torment of St. Anthony or the more recent Bat Boy had risen out of it before blazing a trail across the Russian sky. To, pepper, to, to perpetuate his hopes, Randolin deliberately mistranslated a trivial Norwegian article about a local building inspector into the story and submitted both the original Norwegian article and the English translation to TBN. Randolin also included his real name, phone number, and address, as well as those of a pastor friend who he knew about who knew about the hoax and had agreed to expose it to anyone who called seeking verification. However, TBN did nothing to verify Randolin's claims and aired the story as proof of the validity of the original story. Okay. Wow, alright. You can look up the Davarza uh, Gas Crater, Gates of Hell, Mel's Hole, Nine Miles Down, The Devil Below, install Kansas to give you a close facsimile of what I'm talking about. Alright, so let's do a little bit of references real quick. Uh, Barbara Milkison, The Well to Hell, January 2016. Brian Dunning, The Siberian Hell Sounds, April 24, 2012. Background on the Drilling to Hell, Rich Bueller, November 22nd, 2013. Alright, so let's go ahead and and listen to this, Roscoe. Man, I told you I don't want to listen to this crap. Let me out of the truck now. Roscoe, I'm not letting you out of the truck. Number one. I'm going to take you home. Because one, you're not going back to work. 
And two, you can't drive home right now. I mean, dude, we've only been in a truck for 20 minutes, and I've watched you throw back four beers and two shots. Look, I ain't never said I ain't had no problem. <laughs> All right, I guess so. Well, you know what they say, I, I ain't an alcoholic. You are an alcoholic. No, I ain't. I'm a drunk. There's a difference. What do, you, what do you mean there's a difference between a drunk and an alcoholic? <laughs> Alcoholics go to meetings. <laughs> Fuck all that. Alright, anyway, let's go ahead and do this clip. Let's give the people what they want to hear. Oh, yeah, 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 you definitely driving me home now. No, no, uh-uh, no, that's some scary shit right there. No, nah, no, nah, look, look, you, no, not only you driving me home, I'm gonna get even more shit-faced, and I'm sleeping on your couch, so when I wake up in the middle of the night hollering, screaming, because of this shit's in my head, you're gonna have to call, you're gonna have to talk me down. All right, Roscoe, I'm terribly sorry. I'm very terribly sorry, but you are aware that we're gonna be doing something like this every week. I mean, that's what this whole show is about. You know, just saying, urban legends and myths, man, told you that from the get, man, all right, well, anyway, y'all, so I've given you backstory, I've given you facts, I, I've given you reasonable doubt due to confirmation bias, all right, so, Roscoe, you want to say this is bunk or debunk? <laughs> Man, I tell you what, look, 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 look. It sounded really real. Yeah, but we can make movies and we can make sounds that are definitely fake that look real nowadays. Yeah, I guess you're true. So, what are you saying? Well, I'm saying that, okay, yes, there's controversy behind the story, and yes, could have been, you know, confirmation bias, you know, on the end of the church trying to get people to come into church, you know, to save their souls and whatnot. Could be, could be, could be, could be. Could actually have been people, they drilled down and they hit a cavity, it was in the hell, and they dropped the microphone down, and they actually heard what we heard. Could have been. Or it could have been actual engineers or, you know, Soviet Union personnel that dug the hole and came across some uh, geological um, anomalies. So, I'm going to put myself in the middle on this one. Because... 
everything that I've read and everything I've looked for, I have not, I have not gotten any hardcore substantial evidence either way. So, like I said, I'm about to put this one in the middle and leave it at that. Yeah, I guess I'm with you, but oh my god, that is some scary sounding shit, I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, you are correct. It's some very scary sound stuff. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and end for the evening. I'm going to try and convince Roscoe to stop drinking 